I'm Little Possum. You are listening to the beautiful sounds of praise and worship on Praise Until Dawn here on the Praise Broadcasting Network. As usual, I want to point you to our podcast of A Time Apart and Praise Until Dawn up at our website at pbnradio.com. That's PBN, Praise Broadcasting Network, pbnradio.com. And at the top of the page there, click on Podcast. You'll find both broadcasts up there. A Time Apart will have ATA colon in front of it want to welcome our Roku listeners. If you have Roku, great way to listen to Praise Until Dawn and Praise Broadcasting Network. Just search for, if, if you don't already know, just search for PBN or Praise Broadcasting Network. And I also want to say hello to all of our iWatch listeners, tablet, iPod, iPad listeners, Samsung, iPhone, and other phone listeners, and of course our laptop and desktop listeners, and our iHeartRadio listeners. And I'm, I'm sure I've left somebody out, but whatever platform you're using to listen, welcome. Those listening by Alexa, ask her to play PBN Classic on TuneIn. I actually use Alexa to monitor pbnradio.com. Great way to listen. Good sound on it. I also want to remind you about our pbnradio.com Facebook page as well as my personal site. Go to our pbnradio.com homepage at pbnradio.com and click on the little blue and white Facebook logo at the top. It has a a small letter F, which is white, with a, a circle of blue behind it. That's Facebook. That will take you to our pbnradio.com Facebook page. For my personal page, while you're at the pbnradio.com Facebook page, go up to the search bar and at the top enter Pat Rutherford 1232. Pat Rutherford 1232.
I said yesterday that our gospel, Gentile gospel, begins in the New Testament. And that's true. But that doesn't mean neglect the Old Testament. Because it's in the Old Testament that the New Testament, the Old Testament speaks of the New Testament. You know, the Gentiles are mentioned in the Old Testament. When it says nations, that's the Gentiles. The Old Testament is speaking of the New Testament, the New Covenant. The New Testament is the Old Testament revealed, actually revealed. I get upset when I waste time. Start beating on myself. <clears throat> Pat, you could have... Mm. The amount of time you waste. And I've said that for years and years and years and years and years. Still trying to learn. And when I open his word, he promises to be there. Now, I'm going to say it again. I have uh, been through... Oh, the Bible's so dry. So dry. Why? Why? Why does this Bible have to be so dry? 
because I didn't know how to study it. I'd been through seminary. I didn't know him. So many come to our Father's word or words just to have a check mark. We don't realize that's what we're doing, but I'm going to read uh, two chapters today. Check, check. Oh, okay, I've read through it. Okay, now what do I have to do today? I've got to do this and this and this. Okay, what am I going to do first? This, this. And it doesn't make a lot of impact on our lives because we don't approach it. We approach it almost flippantly. As if, well, God's got to bless me now because I've, I've finished those two chapters. Don't we Gentiles get it? We were not part of anything. We do not get to claim Old Testament status. The Jews were and are the chosen people of God. They have not been replaced nowhere in Scripture do you find that the Gentiles now have replaced the Jews. You have to do that by supposition. Well, they did this, so therefore God threw them out. No, he didn't. He punished them. He punished them to get their attention. If you really want the Spirit to meet with you, be serious about what you're doing in our Heavenly Father's Word. These are, and I, I, I have to keep doing it myself, I guess because it's 2,000 years old and we haven't seen what they saw. Why not? Now this is something I, uh, these here muse on this a while. These are God's words. What do you see when you say God's? God's, apostrophe S, God's, not multiple, God's words. Multiple meaning like the gods of Egypt or the gods of Canaan, Canaan. These are God's words. Maybe just close your eyes, open our instruction manual, and just put your hands on them. God's words. Lord, teach us. Holy Spirit, open our minds.
we have not seen him for 2,000 years. We've gotten lazy. We were offered eternal life. And yet so many of us approach it like, well, it's, it's our heritage. It's, it's, our, it's, it's what's due us. For what? It was for the Jews. And then Jesus happened to turn to us Gentiles and say, I choose you too. All of this is for you as well. Let that sink in. This is the mystery. It's a mystery because it was never thought of. This is a Jewish Old Testament. And it's a Jewish New Testament. Who, who was the gospel taken to first? The Jews. And it's their history as well. We have the privilege to go through the future with them <clears throat> to the Jew first ministering to the Jews they have some awesome awesome things happening with with the Jews We haven't seen him in 2,000 years, but haven't we? Everything around us speaks of him. Even in its degraded state of sin for 6,000 years, we still see him. You can't look at a flower without going, I mean, looking, not, oh, aren't those pretty? No, you take that flower and you just gaze. Bring it close to your eyes and you just gaze. Look deep into that flower. Put it under a microscope, the petals. See what's happening in those petals. the vessels carrying the water and the nutrients to that flower. It's alive. The pollen that forms for these, these bumblebees and honeybees to carry the pollen and <laughs> Then you look at that bumblebee who went down there and just kind of bathed in, in that pollen. And you go, how does that thing stay in the air with those little wings? 
You're not supposed to fly? And yet it does. Look at the intricacy of the bees that carry the pollen to make the honey that is so sweet to our taste. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom, the heavenly kingdom, where God is, your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. What was God's will? How is it in heaven? The things that we've talked about in the Bible, in our instruction manual here, what all did Jesus do? People are not flocking to our churches because there's very little power in the churches. The power doesn't come by us, it comes through us, through spending time with the Holy Spirit. You want to see 2,000 years ago? You spend time with Holy Spirit, with Helper. And then when you see somebody hurt and you hear inside, lay your hands on them. Pronounce healing over them. Say what? You heard me. I know you did. Lay your hands on them. Speak healing. I've told this before, but I've, I've got to say it again. We had uh, some friends with us. Mike was in the front seat with me, and um, the guys, three of them, were in the back. These were what you might call healing evangelists. But they're just guys. Who believed, spent time in, with Holy Spirit, in God's words, and they just happened to believe what God said. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We had come from that expensive store in town, Walmart, and uh, we were sitting, we were first in line at, at the light there at uh, 64, which is Dixie 
Street, and it's it's the main highway that runs through town and ends up at the Atlantic Ocean and the Outer Banks. As we were sitting there, we saw a car starting to turn into the road that leads to to Walmart. They had the turn signal and they were turning. And then we looked up to our left and saw this truck barreling down the road. And we thought to ourselves, that truck's not gonna stop. I don't know what was happening in that truck, but that truck did not see that red light. It had been red for a long time, enough for that truck to have stopped, but it didn't. All of a sudden, the driver woke up to what was happening, slammed on his brakes. We heard the squealing of the tires, and that car was about a third of the way into the turn, and BAM! That truck hit that car. Where death should have reigned in that little car. There were two ladies in that little car. What did I hear from the back seat? I didn't hear, oh no, oh, oh no, what, what happened? What happened? Let's go render help. Oh, what happened? Didn't hear that. What we heard, Mike and I, life and not death. We speak life and not death. That's the words we heard from the back. We speak life, life and not death. When it was all said and done, one woman had, her leg was kind of banged up. That was it. Should have been death there. We saw them hit. We saw the little car spin. Life and not death. Renew our minds. To see things as God sees them. There are people who are baby believers. There are people that go just through the motions and there are unbelievers that blame God. for the destruction, for people not being healed. And yet maybe it was because the believers that were there and saw what was happening had not spent time with God, with the Holy Spirit, in his word and didn't hear him say speak life speak healing into that body and they didn't act I know that's a revolutionary kind of way of looking at it isn't it 
We don't want to say that because that puts the blame on us Christians. Disciples. It's an awesome thing. The responsibility Jesus has given us. It's an honor and a privilege. And these are the things we think about now. As we take time, we spend time, we study what our Father says in His Word. You're, gonna, you're not going to get this anywhere else. You're, you're not going to get this in the novels that are printed today, uh, the TV programs we watch, unless it happens to be The Chosen. <sighs> wow. Thechosen.tv. Download the app, kids, and watch. God has given us incredible things to do for Him as sons and daughters. And it's an honor to be here. We don't have... We have no right to say, well, it was 2,000 years ago. We can see the power of God working through His people today. It starts right here, kids. Right here. Practicing along with Claudia and me. So let the
gonna let me down You're never gonna let You're never gonna let me down You're never gonna let You're never gonna let me down You're never gonna let You're never gonna let me down
and sea billows roll. But I'll sing it is well with my soul. My God is still in control. Yes, my God is still in control. Maybe you're at a place right now that you feel like you can't sing it as well. Maybe you're at a place where you're just like, I, I don't wanna say it as well. But we're gonna speak it anyway. We're gonna declare it anyway. We're gonna pray this for us anyway. That we wanna align with the presence of Jesus in this place. We wanna align our lives every, every part of our lives with the presence of Jesus.
Oh, how I need you, fresh wind, fresh fire. My one desire to lift you higher, higher. Oh, how I need you, Lord. Pour out your presence, the power of heaven. I'll stand in your blessing. Oh, how I need you. Over and over, I am surrendered to do what you want to. Oh, how I need you. Pour out your presence, the power of heaven. I'll stand in your blessing. Oh, how I need you. Over and over, I am surrendered to do what you want to. Oh, how I need you. Right from the start, you were the ember that lit the dark. Over the heavens and galaxies, God, you were there singing over me. And mystery, you were the constant that stayed with me. Never a moment that you withdrew. God, you were there when I needed you. Oh, my soul sings. You were faithful. You were faithful. To the end, let my heart sing because you know me and you love me. To the end, da 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 into the shadow. I wandered off. You were the shepherd that sought my heart. Where would I hide that you couldn't see? Ready or not, you would come for me. Ready or not, you would come for me. Oh, my soul sings. You are faithful. You love me to the end. 
Ready? My life journey started in the city of Calcutta, in the nation of India. <laughs> Thought my calling would be in business. So I ended up with a, a bachelor's in business, a, an MBA in business. I meet this young girl, fall in love, get married in January of 2000. And in February of 2001, I pack up my bags, I leave Calcutta, India for a new life in America. I left home with two suitcases and $50 in my wallet. Land in New York City on a cold day. In a few weeks of getting to America, I find work on the 81st floor of the North Tower of the World Trade Center. My wife Mary, she finds work on the 71st floor of the South Tower of the World Trade Center. Everything was now going so well for us. <laughs> and here rolled in September 2001. This is an exciting month. My wife is now, what, four months pregnant with our first child. But I happened to also pick up this book called The Prayer of Jabez, that first week of September. And that book really got me thinking. And I started asking these questions. God, what is my purpose of having moved to America? Is it all about the success and fame that I can find in this country? Or is there something more? It is the most beautiful, clear day on the East Coast. I'm on the 81st floor of the North Tower. I sent out an email to someone that would go to my church saying, something's happening to me this morning. I know there's a call of God upon my life. I've just been chasing stuff in America. I want to be used of God. It's 8 or 5 in the morning, and I hit the send button on my email. I'm standing by this fax machine, trying to send some documents out to our office in Philadelphia. And I hear this incredible explosion. And now come crashing into our tower. followed was the building started shaking violently, walls begin to cave down, I started seeing things fall all around us, jet fuel by then had made its way down onto our floor, fire breaks out all around us. So we start fighting our way through the fire, make our way onto that stairwell, thousands of people now joining us onto that stairwell, the fear of death written on the face of everyone. We hear all the explosion. This is the second plane crashing into the second tower. I'm trying to reach my wife. I'm trying to reach her through my cell phone. I borrow the phones of all the people that are with me, but cell phones just wouldn't work. And I'm saying, God, if this building is gonna go down with us, I'm never gonna see my wife again. I'm never gonna see the child she's carrying. I get to this level, which is called the plaza, but now this place of life, this place of just exuberance where life would be celebrated has now been turned into a place of death, a place of destruction as I see hundreds of bodies of people that jumped out of the buildings, people who were in those planes. I start walking towards the South Tower, had no idea about what was about to happen. 15, 20 feet away from this building, 
when I suddenly realized that the ground that I'm standing on, the ground around me is shaking. I felt like I was being sucked into some kind of vacuum that was being created around me. I hear another incredible roar, thought it was a bomb, but this is not a bomb. The building I'd approached, the South Tower, was finally imploding and going down. I was about nine years of age. I watched my only sister die to leukemia and it did not make sense to me. If there is a loving God, if there is a God who is interested and involved in the affairs of men, then why is there death? Why is there suffering? I looked around and there's 15 or 20 people around me and by then we had huddled together and now this thought comes to my mind. These people that are with you, where are they going without Jesus? And till that moment in my life, uh, I was a closet Christian. I would never be very vocal or verbal about my faith. But facing death, I feel this boldness to speak up for Jesus. And I started crying out Jesus and I asked those 15, 20 people to call upon the name of the Lord. The most incredible thing happens. No, not one try to argue with me or debate with me. But as I started calling upon the name of the Lord, they followed in unison. And I could hear these people cry Jesus with me for a few minutes. After about 20 minutes, I'm surprised that I'm still alive. I'm plastered with soot and glass. I could not breathe. The soot and the ash was getting into my lungs. I decided to crawl, feel my way back to that place where I had prayed with those people to only realize that these people who had just prayed with me, they did not make it out alive. Their bodies were smashed and crushed. I said, God, they just call upon your name and how come they not make it? But I felt the Lord saying, Sujo, they made their peace with me in their dying moments and they're resting with me in my presence. And now something amazing happens. A red light begins to flash to the soot and to the smoke. The light now leads us out of the pit and I'm trying to run out of ground zero. When suddenly another roar, I turn back and this is the North Tower collapsing. I'm out of the debris. By now the towers have collapsed. Both of them have collapsed. Dust, smoke, ash, balls of fire rising out of ground zero. And I'm sitting right in the middle of one of the streets of New York City, wondering, God, why did you spare my life? For sure, my wife is dead. I had now given up hope about my pregnant wife. I felt impressed I should walk into a store that was right across to me. A young girl from the store comes out, pulls me in. She starts removing glass from my hair and she says, let me call your family for you. I told her what I thought had happened to my wife. She takes my cell phone. And as she's trying to pull some numbers out of my cell phone, my cell phone rings for the very first time that day in that girl's hand. She has me back the phone. I flip my phone, I see my wife's caller ID. And I'm thinking it's someone else calling me with the news that your wife is dead. So I picked up the call with a lot of fear, thinking that would be the worst news of my life. 
But when I said hello, it's my wife on the other side. Her life was spared. She tells me what happened to her. She wanted to go to work early that day, but that morning she was late to work. And now we meet each other late that day. It was the most amazing moment. From just sheer fear that each of us thought the other was dead, now finally reunited. That night I said, God, I am done chasing the things that's been on my heart. I've been chasing success, fame, financial security. But from now on, I want to be chasing that which is in your heart. And I'm convinced that all that's in your heart is people. People from all over the world. Many of them who have never heard your name even once. So God, I want to be a proclaimer of the good news of Jesus Christ. I want to redeem my time. So God, here's a surrendered life. Would you rewrite the story of my life? My name is Sujo John, and I am second. It wasn't meant to be this way Broken beneath the grief and pain There's nothing left here But into my dust you poured your grace Lifted my head and spoke my name You'll see me through this You are the maker of my heart You are the healer of my scars God, I will trust in who Just you through this You are the maker of my heart You are the healer of my scars God, I will trust in who you are You are good You speak life You are the same
trust in who you are. You are good. You speak life. You are the Savior of the world. Carry the weight of all my hurt. You are the
Declaring he's the Lord and our defender Blessed be the name of the Lord Blessed be the name of the Lord Sing that out Blessed be the name of the Lord Blessed be the name Blessed be the name of the Lord God has exalted him and given him The greatness of his name Declaring he's the Lord and our defender Say, Blessed be the name of the Lord Blessed be the name of the
Here I am with open hands.
to Pat Rutherford and Praise Until Dawn here on the Praise Broadcasting Network. Pat and Claudia would love to hear from you. I'll give you the address in just a moment. Thank you for remembering that Praise Broadcasting Network is listener supported. Your donations help keep PBN on the air for listeners just like you all over the world. Donations are tax deductible in the United States and appreciated from around the world. Our address is Praise Broadcasting Network, P.O. Box 2468, Asheboro, North Carolina, 27204. You can also visit our website at www.pbnradio.com. Pat and Claudia love reading your email. You may send it to mail at pbnradio.com or call them at 336-626-PRAY. That's 336-626-7729. You're listening to Praise Until Dawn, coast to coast and around the world, here on the Praise Broadcasting Network.